Hi, everyone. My name is Chad Nitschke, co-founder and CEO of Bunker, and also host of this podcast, Ready, Set, Work. Ready, Set, Work is a podcast series focused on the future of work, specifically highlighting all different perspectives from the gig economy to on-demand platforms and more. Join us each episode to hear from thought leaders paving the way toward the future of work. Hey everyone, we're back with Jody Miller, CEO and founder of Business Talent Group. For anyone who didn't catch part one, Business Talent Group is a marketplace for high-end independent talent. And Jody is a seasoned expert on the on-demand economy herself. So one of the things that we've talked about this uh, on this podcast quite a bit are just the different terms and names for independent workers, you know, um, and like BTG, you know, obviously you have a lot of high level consultants, but then you also have platforms that are focused on lower skilled workers. And so when you think about the terms, you know, gig worker, freelancer, consultant, independent talent, do those mean the same thing to you? And um, like, do you, I guess, picture different people when you hear those terms or are they more synonymous? So I joke that, you know, BTG is about 10 years old and we've been called 10 different things. Um, so, you know, and it's all the things on demand talent, independent talent, freelance talent, gig economy, you know, go down the list, agile talent, you know, it's, and it's so interesting, Chad, because when, when this whole industry was quite young, I mean, I think it was like 2008 or nine, Harvard Business School brought everybody in the world together who they could identify as being you know, part of this world. And um, we had a conference for two days. It was really interesting. And at the end of the conference, the last session was a full session with all of us in a room with um, a Harvard professor, business school professor, kind of having a final summation. And at the end of it all, the biggest challenge people thought this whole industry had is what to call ourselves. And, <laughs> at the, and so what Harvard called it at the time was alternative professional services. I mean, and you know, Axiom Legal was there, Aquint was there, you know, there's people from all over the world. And, uh, you know, alternative professional services was a horrible name. Nobody liked that at all. And, you know, part of the problem is if I look at BTG, we're a little bit of a lot of things, right? We have attributes of, you know, ultimately I think we are a marketplace and a platform, but you know, you've got a little bit of consulting firm, a little bit of recruiting firm, a little bit of staffing firm, a little bit of an expert network, um, you know, a little bit of a Elance kind of platform. It's a new category. And I think that's what makes it challenging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, when you have a new category, as I've learned, that's not necessarily a good thing. Um, because you, you find that you want to be relatable to something that exists in the world already. And, and then that's why you end up with all these different names. So I actually think it is still an issue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I think that to me, the notion of being on-demand independent talent captures, I think, what it really is for us and is probably as close as we're going to get. So that's kind of, I think that's our default right now. Yep. 
Yeah, and I can definitely relate. I mean, it's interesting. Bunker is, in a sense, creating a different category by, you know, embedding insurance into the contracting process. And so I can fundamentally relate with everything that you just said about when you are kind of creating a new category, you're not just replacing kind of something that exists today. Um, There are just inherent challenges in that. Um, And some of that is, I think, resolved through effort. Uh, but ultimately, some of that is just resolved through time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I can definitely relate. Cool. Well, kind of going off that, and this is uh, one of my favorite questions just to ask all of our guests guests to kind of wrap things up, is if you, you know, so you have really interesting perspectives across a lot of different industries, and you were an early adopter in this space. So if you fast forward the clock, let's say five or ten years from now, what do you think that future of work looks like and what do you think that new normal is going to be? And um, that's kind of a, you know, it's a big question, but I'm just curious to get your perspective on it. I think the companies that can make it easy for their executives to access and understand the increasing number of ways in which they can get not just work done, but get information you know, the democratization of information and talent, if you will, is what we're really talking about. You know, in, a, in an old world, you know, everything was internal and it was your permanent people. And, you know, even consulting firms in the old days, they would, one of their real values was they would pick up a phone and call industry people and pull together reports that were sort of benchmark reports. Now they call an expert network and the expert network, you know, finds the people and tees up those calls. So the whole world has become, it's much easier to get information. It's much easier to find people. So what I think the biggest challenge is, is truly an education and what I, you know, taking the friction out of accessing all this stuff. And I guess I think it has to, I think the, or, the role of the organization is to collect these new options, deliver them to their organizations in a way that is easy and, and helps people understand, and then let managers figure it out. Because I actually don't think procurement or HR can, are in a position to actually say to a manager, you should use you know this consulting firm for this and that individual for that. I think that's no, no central organization can do that. But saying to a manager, you know, you don't have to make everything a permanent hire. Here's, you know, companies that do it for tech and design and, you know, consulting and helping them understand that. And so that to me is the evolved organization that has a much more fluid relationship Um, with the way in which they access resources and ultimately, you know, how they think about deploying talent. And I also think that it's a very hard transition because it's scary and people don't understand it. So I think companies like BTG that try to do this from the bottom up, you know, we have always tried to be flexible and let people decide how much they want to work and where they want to work from. I think it's a much easier it's much easier to do it from the bottom up. So I think it's actually 20 years, Chad, I hate to say that. And in 20 years from now, you know, I think the new flavor of the month is um, total talent management, right? Yeah. You know, how do we look at our internal talent? How do we look at our external talent? How do we look at our alumni? You know, that's a big idea. And at some point, maybe that 
maybe that will be the way, but I almost think it's, it's not even enough because it's not just talent. It's information. You know, some, you used to use talent to get information. Now you maybe can just get that information. So I, I think that the risk is that people try to boil the ocean at the top and that does, that takes so long mm -hmm. and it's so hard that as I've spent more and more time with these organizations, I've come to believe that it's more about not boiling the ocean, but enabling managers to have the power and the knowledge to think about how they get their work done differently. Yeah. And, and that, so that to me would be a kind of achievable next step in, in five to 10 years. And I think, you know, whether it's BTG or whether it's, you know, other platforms, we should be a ubiquitous resource <laughs> that is understood and easily accessed in all these companies. And if you think about recruiting, I'll just, you know, end with this, you know, Russell Reynolds, I think started the recruiting industry, I don't know, 40, 50 years ago, like that didn't exist. Now it's just normal. And, you know, we just, BTG just did a, um, announced an exclusive collaboration with Heidrich and Struggles, um, who is a, you know, one of the top recruiters in, in the world. Uh, you know, they went through this journey to the point where, as I said, hiring a recruiter for senior roles is just the norm. That's what people mm -hmm. do. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. And it fundamentally just comes down to change. And um, even regardless of what the change is, I just feel like change is always hard. But I kind of love asking these questions just because I always think about it from just a historical context. So like if you could rewrite the past and instead of like somebody who created like the W-2 employee, which ultimately kind of grew into, you know, what is kind of the workforce today of, you know, you stay at a company for a long time, you're permanently there, you know, et cetera. But instead of that, if it would have been this independent workforce that had started, right, if, if that that seed way back, you know, in the day was that. And then all of a sudden today, if, if, the, if it was reversed, right, if we were moving to this W-2 model, um, I feel like that change would be hard too, um, even though people embrace that today. And um, so, yeah, it is, it is just really interesting. I always think about those sorts of things. Although, you know, there was a huge, I mean, actually, historically, most people were independent. And it was the um, it was the advent of the corporation itself hmm. that created this new model. I mean, so in some ways we'd be going back to the future <laughs> Interesting. become more independent. And, you know, this is all tied up with very esoteric concepts like the theory of the firm, you know, which is all about what does a corporation have to do inside its four walls? And that changes as the cost of what you do externally goes down. And so at a really macro level, that's really what's happening. That things that used to have to be, and it's been happening for quite a while. I mean, if you look at the major corporations in the world and you really peel the onion, a lot of them, 50% of what they do are outsourced. And in some ways, what companies like BTG are doing is pushing that even higher up the food chain, right? Yep. To the knowledge worker. And so... You know, and, and then, you know, U.S. has all kinds of, of weird things because of the historical accident that our healthcare system in particular became an obligation of a company as opposed to the government. 
and that's a whole nother podcast, but, um, you know, <laughs> definitely, you know, but, but all these things are kind of, and that was due to, you know, the wage and price caps that came on, like, you know, the, the reasons that we've ended up where we are, aren't always, you know, the way you think. And nonetheless, we have to deal with that. And, you know, we didn't even touch on the, the challenges from the uh, tax and regulatory system, you know, to this model, which you know better than anybody. Um, but I think the, the arc of history um, will favor ultimately an increased, I believe, ability for people to move more rapidly between jobs. We're seeing it even in the permanent world with the, you know, the average job tenure going down. We're seeing it with, you know, what Rick Ortsman calls the decline of loyalty. Um, you know, we don't have companies like GE used to be, you know, where people are expected to stay 30 years. So all these forces in effect are going to really dramatically change anyway. You know, the way people think about their job and their work. Um, so I believe what I really think will happen, Chad, is demographic changes will accelerate some of this, that as baby boomers retire and as there are real shortages of knowledge workers, as millennials like to work differently, um, you will see that come together and companies will have no choice but to think about how to do things differently. Yep. Yeah, no, that's great. And um, yeah, needless to say, I think we're both definitely excited to see what happens and, um, and, and you know, obviously be a small part, selfishly speaking, I guess, of kind of influencing that change. So it's, uh, that's great. Cool. Well, Jody, thank you so much for joining us. This was great. I really enjoyed um, just chatting with you and, and learning more about Business Talent Group. Well, it's great you do this. So thank you. We'll look, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, definitely. And of course, uh, thanks to our listeners. We hope you can join us again on our next episode of Ready, Set, Work. If you have ideas, thoughts for guests, or suggestions for future podcast topics, please reach out. Tweet us at BunkerHQ using the hashtag ReadySetWork, or email us directly at hello at buildbunker.com. All right, back to work. <laughs> <laughs>